woman if we have any in here gm gm how are we feeling um dare i say it kind of bullish nfg bullish that sounds always nice uh, i think the rack token is just broke a dollar which is quite exciting uh still at a million market cap which seems kind of kind of low for what the guys have in store Especially considering that part of the shark revenue will also go back to rack holders, and it's confirmed to be, oh, you know, confirmed. Like <laughs> I just endorse it to be a alliance asset. So, you know, not financial advice as always, but I think the the rack guys are cooking something. That sounds exciting. Maybe they will join later this call, give some updates. What are you guys loading up lately? Uh, I feel like the, the last, you know, almost two years, it, it became so boring. Like, like developing in crypto was one thing, but actually using it and, and you know, playing around with DeFi, NFTs, and coming up with strategies. That's something I haven't done in a long, long time until recently. Um, really, kudos to everybody who, who wasn't a builder or who isn't, who isn't a builder and still sticked around and, and played with everything and, you know, farmed and made yield strategies you know in those you know admittedly quite boring times bingo you can speak into the silence all right jam jam everyone how's it going i want to uh continue on what you said just said sencon and i think we're seeing it more now to that people really utilize these different strategies and where we see it peak, I think, or where we see it just beginning, better said, is when we're having all the tokens out from each uh, app, from Ares, from uh, Backbone Lab, Soul, then from Shark, and then the token gen. I think that's when the DeFi play really starts because there's, yeah, this just opens up so much more opportunity in an overall in general. And I, for one, am very excited about all of those and can't help but looking forward to it. You're totally right. I think adding Shark, you know, Jin, Soul, and Eris into the mix is certainly, you know, going to put us all on a whole new level when it comes to, you know, DeFi Playground. But still, in its current state, I, I think um, the ecosystem we're building is probably one of the most you know comprehensive and interesting ones because there's so many different yield opportunities in different places um real yield i might add uh, inflation is just four percent 
And it's really fun to, to stack the yield in, in various protocols, farm here, earn multipliers there, you know, and see it all you know, move and you know, develop over time. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I think Migaloo Chain is by far the most advanced, in my opinion, the most advanced in the cosmos regarding that. It's just that you, the, there are these there are chains in general where you know which apps are popular or which apps you want to use, which apps are the most approachable, more UX friendly, and whatnot. But in Megaluzon on with the whale coin, it's more like that you have to do your research first because you have so even right now you have so much possibilities and so much to offer with everything with the whale token alone, and then with B whale and AMP whale as well on top of it, and then you're going cross chain, you align stake it. it. Usually, you don't have to research things, but here it's like you can list 10, 20 different things you can do with your whale token. It's bonkers. It's amazing. Yeah, you're right, um, and I, and I think you know adding shark, Eris, Soul, Jin into the mix will make it even you know, more complex. Um, hence, um, I made it my personal personal mission to, um, you know, simplify that over the next of the years to the best of my abilities. So, you know, because for example, Kujira, um, they, they do, I think Kujira is also um, one of the most advanced ecosystems out there with, with Unstake, with Ghost, with, you know, it has a couple of very interesting things that we don't have yet. Um, at, the, at the same time, we have things they, they don't have yet, but still what, what they really excel at is they have this one ecosystem and it's like really easy to navigate it. And that, that's certainly something um, um, they have that we don't. Um, so I, I think catching up on this is really important over the next year. And that's where um, I'll, I'll personally do, you know, put in a lot of effort. Um, to, to get it really simple, you know, provide the users, a, at least for Megaloo itself, like doing it cross-chain is, you know, is too much. Um, but, but at least for Megaloo itself, have this one interface where you can just click through all the apps, you know, have an app store, see your yield sources, and just, you know, it's snappy and, you know, like centralized exchange type of interface. And that's going to really help onboarding. And then you have the, the crazy degens, you know, the old guard, you guys in here that know where to get the extra yield that go to Terra, to Bond, they that that hunt the um, insane yield on Chihuahua right now. Um, I mean, that's that's really insane. It's really really insane. I think um, APR is at. Don't let me lie. I'll look this up right away. But it must be in the in the three digits on. on on Chihuahua, yeah. Well, it's it's two hundred percent APR, so um, that that's quite a lot. That's quite a lot. And uh, you know, if you're really really paying attention, want to maximize yield. If you see an ecosystem picking up that Wetwell is deployed on, bonding there in advance, even if it maybe even if it's a rather underutilized um, ecosystem like Chihuahua and you know right not much activity but that's going to pick up soon and you bond there then you know 
you probably have reaped in serious, serious rewards because 200% APR, that's, that, that's quite a lot. And considering the APR displayed is the 21 day average, 21 day. So if I look at the historic data, the last 19 epochs were close to, were very, very low, very low. And just the last five exploded. So if you extrapolate that, we're probably looking at something like a thousand percent APR or something like that. Um, if you were to average it just over the last um, five days. So if, if you're bullish on that, um, there's a lot of yield. Or for example, Juno, um, another example that's not really utilized right now, but if you think the music's going to play there real soon, um, now's the time to build the multiplier and wait for it to happen. But yeah, long introduction. <laughs> Fonzie Ninja, I think we're long overdue to start here. Yeah, let's kick this baby off. So just for our audience, um, Sebastian has uh, technical issues for some reason. So I think we can get going here without him and he, he can join later. Um, so welcome to the weekly white weekly white community call, everybody. If you're new to our spaces, you can find all the critical information through our link tree in our Twitter profile. And we invite everybody to join our Discord and participate in the live discussion. The channel is called Community Calls. Um, without further ado, let's dive right into the market data. The whale price stands at 3.6 cents, which gives us a market capitalization of 13 million. Um, we have 126 more followers on Twitter, seven members more on Telegram, and um, 16 people more in our Discord. So um, increasing numbers, which is good to see. And before I hand it over to Sancom, you guys know the drill. Let's get more people in here. Retweet the spaces with hashtag ride the whale so that everybody knows that we space is going on. All right, Sancom. Yes, thank you for the nice introduction. It's a finally also nice to see the social data increase again. Um, I think we, we should kick this off with the elephant in the room, the probably the most um the thing you guys want to talk about most, which is the osmosis problem. I also see Sunny just joined the space, so um feel free to come up and um you know share your um you know your insights on this so I'll, I'll just start um right at the beginning so i think it was a couple of months ago um um sunny was reaching out to individual teams i think he reached out to backbone labs eris is already live on osmosis with a subset of um their products the liquid staking token the amp osmo um, so um, he reached out and uh, we had some, you know, over the last months, we had some very interesting conversations, you know, about, you know, Sonny explained his, you know, his personal vision, how to move Osmosis forward. We shared our vision and we came to the realization that there is um, opportunity for collaboration. So there was a lot of back and forth. How, how could this look like to create win-win situations for both ecosystems? And how can we, you know, structure a deal, you know, around it that makes sense uh, at least from you know our personal opinions so we did that um i think everybody read or at least had the opportunity to read the proposal we put it on chain and um 
unfortunately, it, it got voted um, down. I, I think it wasn't a complete crushing down vote in the sense of this is bullshit, you know, get lost, but um, more of a let's continue the conversation down vote. And I think Sebastian issued a statement um, that um, continuing the conversation is exactly what he likes to do. And I think that's a very reasonable approach. At the same time, I'd like to um, you know, thank um, everybody here in the community who stepped up. I, I know you guys, you know, some of you guys, you know, had personal conversations with validators, explained the, the proposal, which admittedly can be, you know, quite a lot to, to stomach. There, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's, t, there's 20 devs, roughly. There's five teams. There's probably almost a dozen different um, apps and, you know, four or five different protocols. So it's, it's a lot to stomach. So I, I think you guys really did. Did an amazing job, you know, stepping up, talking to validators, educating the community on your own account. You know, th those people, they, they are not paid shills or something. They just, you know, um, very enthusiastic and, and, and really great community members. And so thank you very much for your, um, you know, support. I think if, if nothing, you know, if for nothing, this proposal really showed the, the passion, um, you know, our community holds. And I think um, in, the, in the future, we will you know, get to a point where we will have a really fruitful deal that, that everybody's happy with. Right. So far from for my um, perspective on the thing, um, Sebastian, maybe you want to share something or Sunny, um, I'm sure everybody here is very curious to hear your, um, your thoughts on the whole situation. Yep, sure. I'll I'll go first and then I'll, I'll punt it over to Sunny. Um, GM, GM, everybody. Um, <clears throat> had some technical difficulties getting on spaces was rugging me a little bit, but I finally rebooted my phone and got it sorted. Um, seems like lots of, lots of stuff happening today with, uh, with ledger and geez, oh man, another, another day, right? It's just another day in crypto. <laughs> what a crazy, what a crazy game we all play. Right. Anyways, um, in regards to the prop, I, I want to say a couple things. I think Sencom, you know, you, you, you said a lot of the important things. Um, I, I just issued a, a Twitter thread on my, my thoughts, kind of a postmortem. Um, I do want to say, I, you know, I'm not discouraged, guys. I'm, I'm just, I'm not discouraged by this. And I, I don't want our community to be either. Um, in, in a one, in, in a sense, in a weird sense, um, I almost feel a little bit of a sense of relief, um, just in the sense of, you know, in my gut, in my gut, I had always felt like, okay, this is a good deal. We want to do business with osmosis. We, you know, we, we both can benefit from this. We, you know, we're kind of, it's kind of a hand in glove fit in that they want to expand to an ecosystem. We have this suite of startup products, um, right? It's great exposure for us, right? There's just, a, just a lot of wins, but in my gut, um, just the, the structure of it, I just felt like you know, this, this could be better. Um, just being honest with, with, with everybody here. And, um, you know, we've said this publicly in these spaces, you know, we, we were, you know, we were kind of, I felt like, um, given the farm away a little bit, you know, um, like just, just kind of to get, get the foot in the door, 
right? And this could lead to more deals and, and other things and, and more cooperation. So we were kind of like, all right, let's bring over our, our suite of products. And, you know, we're, yeah, we're getting a liquidity, liquidity injection. We're getting uh, our, our DAP deployment, you know, and all that stuff. But um, for me, I, I was hoping for kind of a more compelling upside um, it, it directly, you know, directly to, to Whale Token and to Migaloo. So, and, and to be honest with you, I think there's ways to do that. You know, one of the issues that we kept hearing um, was that, you know, the, the ask was just too big. You know, the, the, the 5 million Osmo was just hard for, for Vals to swallow. Um, you know, and, and it was just a too big of a check to write, right? That, that, that's or not necessarily too big of a check to write, but, um, you know, it was just a significant amount and, and nothing to be, to snub your nose at, right? Which I, I can respect that, you know, I can respect that. Um, you know, so I, I, I just think that we can hit the ball back a little bit, maybe restructure some things, maybe restructure some of the way, you know, a way that some of that Osmo is spent, even come down a little bit on it, um, it you know, and perhaps work in a little bit more upside, you know, direct upside for, for, for Whale and Megaloo Foundation. Um, that That's kind of my thoughts and, and where I'm at right now. Again, you know, I want to reiterate what Sencom said. I'm, I'm very proud of um, you know, our community, like we, we showed, we showed the osmosis community and, and frankly, the crypto world that we're alive and that we're, we're real and that we're loud and engaged and, and everything. And, and I do think that for the most part, um, you know, you were respectful. We, I did have one validator saying that he was getting personally attacked and blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, you, you're going to have that. You're going to have that in, in politics anywhere you go, right? Web three or not. Um, but, but I would discourage that. I would discourage, you know, any kind of disrespectful or personal attacks, you know, and, and for the most part, we weren't. For the most part, you guys were respectful, but you, but spoke up, but asserted yourselves. You know, we had community members on here that I, that I've never met personally that are reaching out to, to validators and setting up calls, right. And, and, and walking validators through the details of the prop. Um, it was just very impressive and it was very encouraging to see, so, so again, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, this would have been a, a huge win for us. Yes, it would have been a huge, huge win, but I'm, I'm not discouraged by, um, by it not passing, you know, and, and also we learned a lot about osmosis governance, right? This was our first kind of round go through of, of the, and, and every governance is different, right? Um, it's a testament to them that, that they are decentralized, right? That, that Sonny isn't just the dictator and king and what he says goes, right? That it's, you know, the, the validators have a say. There was a, there was a, a healthy debate, right? There was strong debate. Um, it was it was a great exercise in decentralized governance. It, it really was. So. Um, so, yeah, th those are kind of my thoughts. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of um, going back to the drawing board and and making some tweaks and, and see where this thing goes. So I'm going to punt it to Sonny. JG, I know you have your hand raised, but I'm going to punt it to Sonny if, if he has anything to say. Um, no, sorry, I'm still actually in bed, but uh, so. A little tired uh but no i think uh mostly just yeah agree with everything that's been said so far obviously it's a little bit disappointing but uh this is uh the beauty of truly decentralized governance uh you know the ethereum mind can't comprehend this it's uh you know actually on-chain governance that can override what like foundations and founders want so 
uh, yeah, I'm excited to, you know, go back to the drawing board with you guys and see how we can incorporate some of the community feedback to come back with a stronger prop. Yes, right, sir. And, you. Uh, you know, we, we appreciate you, Sonny, and we appreciate, you know, your public support for this and, and everything you've done. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's been a pleasure so far. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing where where this where this goes moving forward. All right, JG, let's hear it. Man, you had you're you're all cranked hey, up. You're all cranked up over there. <laughs> so hard already this morning. I was dying right now. <laughs> That's the first part of the call. Um, you know, I wanted just to congratulate the community because this was a, a difficult prop to even try to uh, get over the hill. You know, right when it went live, that number two validator with a 20 million wall just hit the no breaks. Right. And like while I was watching this thing, you know, like probably like a stalker, you know, just constantly refreshing the screen to see what's happening. And we rallied back so hard. Like, I don't know if people have really seen or they've uh, looked at the spread but you know there was 44 yes votes from validators to 33 no votes and the thing that i interests me the most is look at our collection of yes votes it's all like the small guys the real users the ones that are like in the trenches and then you know what we got blocked by a bunch of the vc votes and that's what it is right so now we're going to rejigger this thing and i think these vcs are going to feel more pressure next time around because they're going to see that there's true value to what we're all trying to do here together and i think the biggest lesson from the last crash is that we are stronger together if we are islands and nation states that stand alone you are vulnerable the next time around if we can band together and share resources and build together and not double build and overbuild and waste resources we have a better shot to do this the next time around and to be resistant to these issues next time around. And so that's kind of like the broader picture. That's what, you know, Sonny's trying to do by incorporating some of these products with Whale. We are trying to build bridges, you know, we're trying to really make pathways because you know what, one, one chain, one Cosmos chain isn't gonna give you the true decentralization, but a hundred Cosmos chains that talk to each other uh, fluidly, that is where you get your decentralization. It's not even right now, right? Like we're still in the, the section of getting to the point where all of these chains talk interfluidly and the dApps are the thing that are the most important thing and the rails are become secondary and nobody even sees them anymore. They're just there in the background, you know, humming away, operating smoothly, censorship resistant. That's our goal, right? So. This is just one of the many steps, you know, that we will, like, like Sebastian said, we're going to hit the drawing board again. We're going to rejigger this. We're going to talk to the validators who had issues last time, and we're going to persuade them that this is a good move. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really proud of our community. And thanks, you know, again, Sonny, thank you so much for, uh, you know, working with us on this. And we just will we'll hammer out the next version of it and just go again. That's all it is. We just go again. Yeah. Yeah, real quick, um, Ginku, I'm gonna I'm gonna just share a thought on piggybacking on JG, and then and then you can have it. Um, so I think one of the key things, a specific lesson that we learned here, um, you know, in this in in this first go round, um, in this process, is a lot of the validators they they just wanted to be heard, right? Um, and that you know I think we were we were very present and very loud on Twitter. Um, but we weren't, at, you know, but that, that was after the prop, you know, went on chain. So I think that, you know, this next time 
Right. And, 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 and frankly, they felt disrespected. The vows just, they felt disrespected. And honestly, I get that, you know, I, I do get it. So I think this next time, you know, I would encourage our community once we put it, once we sort of um, incorporate feedback and kind of propose, you know, V2, right. V2 of this prop um, that we, we hit, um, we hit the forum harder, right? We hit the forum harder. We respond to the, we respond to the validators in the forums before it goes on chain, answer any of their questions, hear their feedback, um, and kind of, you know, gain a little bit of a consensus there. And then we go on chain. I think that will really go, um, a, a long way next time through just, uh, you know, just a tactical point for, for us. So we're all on the same page. Go ahead. Ginkgo. Okay, so can you hear me, everyone? Loud and clear. Yep. Awesome. So I think it's um, really good about the validator feedback that the white team got so far. And it's so valuable the second time around because I feel like that the community was able to gather so much ammo, so much important uh, feedback and knowledge to incorporate which makes the second time the problem will be uploaded way more likely to pass than the first one because there were specific there were the majority of the validators almost had the same reasons why they didn't want this problem to pass or why they voted no which is completely understandable they there were very legit reasons but now that they said everything they wanted to say about the proposal and they will also have another time again when the next proposal will be put up in the forum to give their feedback again and discuss everything. But I feel like the main points why the people voted no can be incorporated in the next prop. And I think we should feel all more way comfortable about the second one. Yeah, I, honestly, like we could look back at this um, when it's all said and done and you know could be the best could could work out for the best you know this the the um v1 not going through could work out for the best you know because we may get something something through next time that just that's just better for everybody you know that's 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 my feeling about it so all right anything else on the prop um if not we have lots of other stuff to go over um yeah, today hey, lots of you know what on the, yep. the last thing i want to say is that uh there's six validators in the top 20 who didn't vote and uh or something like that I, i'm going to be hammering those guys you can't be a top 20 validator and not participating in in on-chain governance that's just unacceptable if you hold that much weight you better participate otherwise jg is going to come harass you no, i'm just kidding <laughs> so you're, you're, well you're going to make another nft collection not the PFL yeah. tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the lazy, I mean, the lazy validation. To kind of flip that, to kind of flip that though into the positive, like the the participation in this vote was was very high. The engagement across the board from the vals from the community, you know, you know, engagement levels is a is a healthy sign, right? It's a healthy sign of decentralized governments. It's a healthy sign of communities being alive, right? We've talked many times in here about um, chains that that have, you know, dollars, they have capital, but they don't have users, right? They, they don't have real users. And it's all just a it's a smoke and mirror show. So like, to, for me, 
all of this engagement, all of these, you know, these people that care, right? People that legitimately care. Um, it, it's just a healthy sign, right? It's a healthy sign that we're doing something right here in decentralized governance. So, hey, how, how yes, good of an idea would that be just to like peruse through like all the proposals and like just mark out every lazy validator and make a lazy validator collection? <laughs> We'll do it for every chain, you know, like oh, so JG, here's an idea. So if the second proposal goes through and you guys launch the NFT marketplace, you can you can launch a lazy validator collection there. Oh I'm sure the validators will love it. That's great idea. I would ape I I would I would ape in. <laughs> all right but okay (laughs) last comment on this i I know one of the tomatoes got this you know sign with is danku still around and apparently he is around i know Um, he came through we we got danku we got danku out of his shell we got him to come out of that that's a win that's a win in and of itself i haven't seen that guy in months and months (laughs) (laughs) he is around i don't know who it was was somebody from the ashdow i believe who had a a long phone call with them and walk them through. Um, by the way, Ashdow, they, you know, they they really, you know, they kill it. Like the real snack, you know. They've been um, killing it. They've been killing it. We're gonna talk about Ashdow here in a little bit, but they've been yeah, crushing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Danku is alive. Praise yeah. You know what? Ashdow really did go above and beyond. Uh. On this last, you know six days five days pushing hard hammering everybody i think the person you're referring to is db i think db was in active talks with uh danku and got him out of his shell i think snack was talking to him in german i saw that too i was like what the hell <laughs> Real snack well and then there's <laughs> and then and then there's this holly I don't, who's you know holly set up a call i don't know who holly is but you know he or she is everywhere now and they set up a call with um with Lavana and and walked Lavana and flipped Lavana's note, flip flip Lavana's boat. So I mean, we just had community members everywhere that that are just out there lobbying, you know. So again, this is all healthy stuff, right? This is all healthy stuff, and and our community is it's. I was amazed. I was amazed by our community. So hey, you know, this um, is not even a loss. That's the thing. This is just more exposure for everybody. This was more exposure for whale. This was more exposure for osmosis. We had arguments. We had debates. We had people fired up. This was a win. And then the next time around, people will be more fired up. That's just the way this thing works. So energy is all about momentum and. We have a lot of momentum for both ecosystems happening right now, right? I think the whole market is primed to rip. Like if anybody, everybody can feel it. Like we're getting a ridiculous stuff happening right now. Yeah, you're right. And should the SEC ever come after Osmosis, they can certainly claim decentralization after um, after that vote. So um, there, there's positives in everything. Um, w- with that said, um, do we do we want to um, do we have anything else to? to share or comment on, on the prop? Sonny, Sebastian, you, you guys want to- Yeah, so Luisca just requested, He's he oh, was okay. a support, he's been a supporter of it. So if he wants to speak to the prop, then he's, feel free, sir. The floor is yours. Uh, I think Spaces is, is rugging everybody again. I'm getting him up again. Yeah. Oh man. How, how can Spaces still not work? I mean, Elon Musk has a billion, he's, billion, million dollars. He's up. He's up here. Go ahead, Luis. Do you hear me? Hello? Yes. Okay. 
sorry the i joined before and it, i didn't get any audio so uh just wanted to say that i think uh you guys should uh do a proposal again where incorporate some some things to alleviate most of the concerns i think uh, having a like a two stage or trenches uh proposal with like half of the proposal will be done initially and the other half will be done after you know certain metrics that you can propose are accomplished i think if if a proposal like that came on uh literally most of the concerns would be handled so i would urge you guys to to repropose but in the forum first like to take into account some of the suggestions and i think in with that uh most would be in favor ignoring the the, the bc validator that it, it was very strange it was a, their first no boat and i think their fourth since they came online so it was a bit weird but in general most people will be online on board with with a proposal that has you know some metrics to alleviate i don't think the 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 multi-sig aspect was discussed enough. Uh, I think it's a communication issue that can be easily solved, to be honest. So hope you guys uh, repropose uh, soon. And I, I think it would probably pass. And having an, an initial lower amount, because there's this misconception that uh, approving this is giving uh, funds to a competitor DEX and they don't understand that it's a liquidity you know aggregation and gives us more more exposure so explaining it better would be uh or or having not, not better i think just having more communication with people of how what will works and the other protocols that are coming on board uh would help a lot so maybe it's an information gap that needs to be filled so I encourage you guys to you know repropose and as usual, we'll check it out and support if it's in the interest of both communities. You know, I just want to chime in real fast. One of the things that I think is important to highlight that that what we're asking for, you know, with this liquidity injection, you can't really do it in half stages because all we're doing is making LPs. If you do it with half, then the pools become at risk to be abused by much lower volume trades. Like, so if we cut those things in half, Sencom put some interesting statistics up that uh, what were those numbers that you said about being able to push the pool with uh, those different multiples? And it's just not safe at lower numbers. Yeah. Like it's really like the bare minimum is like, is like the 2.5 million in each LSD platform is like the bare minimum. I'm not gonna lie, like personally, I'm almost not even comfortable with that. I think it should be higher because the things that we're trying to do, we're trying to offer a bunch of utilities. We want be Osmo and Amp Osmo to be leveraged against on Ginkgo. We want people to come in and be able to do liquidations and queues and all these things. And it's not safe, and people shouldn't do that if there's not deep enough liquidity to absorb those to absorb those moves. Yeah, yeah, Jude, yeah, I, I hear you. I just I don't want to get into the to the specifics of it right now. This is a you know this is just a post post mortem, and a, you know we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it general. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna go back to the drawing board. We're gonna re re debate it and re talk about it. But right now, I just want to keep it 
um, light, you know what I mean? And, and have a, have a healing session here, right. Have a healing and, and encouragement session here. Um, we do have Liam before he, before he, uh, comes up because he, he was another one that, that was, uh, you know, active validator. I, I, I'm not sure where he voted, but I, I'm interested to hear what he said, what he'd say. But, um, I, I will say this, you know, the, the proposal is based on a grow the pie mindset and we need to communicate that better, right? Like we white whale, we were originally a DAP, an arbitrage platform built on Terra V1. That's our roots. And we were around in the golden age when there were, there were at least three DEXs on Terra, right? And we were in the middle of it, arbing between all of the DEXs, right? That, that's what we were doing. And we saw that it was healthy. You know, it was healthy for volume. It was healthy um, for price stabilization. It was healthy, you know, for, for just, you know, mitigating exploit risk, you know, all of this stuff. Like, I, I believe that L1 ecosystems and, and empires, right, these chain, you know, that they should have more than one, they should have more than one DEX, you know, and, and um, Astroport has said publicly, they're gonna be making a move to, to deploy on Osmosis. I think that's good too. It's grow the pie. Right. It's it's the grow the pie mindset. Um, and I think that that just needs to be conveyed um, more clearly um, the, the next go around. Anyways, um, Liam, floor is yours, sir. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, I just wanted to pop on. Um, obviously, it's been a bit intense the last uh, I don't know five, six days with all of the governance stuff happening. Um, I do a lot of the osmosis governance work over at Stakesito. Um, we do discuss internally, um, and we did kind of do like a poll on the vote. Uh, obviously, we don't always have everyone who can answer that poll because um, uh, we have other stuff going on. But yeah, I mean, you know, I just wanted to come in and say that like when we were discussing this proposal internally, like we actually thought this was a good proposal, right? Like. At first, we were a bit unsure, like we weren't sure about the amount. We, you know, weren't sure about a few other things, but that kind of got all cleared up. It all made a lot of sense. Um, I think like the biggest challenge this proposal had is just the fact that it was asking for a liquidity injection to launch on the Osmosis chain. And when you look at the previous proposals, right, that's never happened before. Um, and it doesn't mean it's a bad proposal. It just means it's a new type of like deal that the community needed to digest, I think, a little bit more. Um, and I think that was what was causing this pushback. And, I, you know, as, as a validator, we felt like, hey, we need to take this like, stance from the perspective of the Osmosis community. That's who we represent. Um, and we just didn't feel like the community had that alignment with the proposal uh, for it to really pass in its current form. Um, but once that alignment's there, like the proposal going through and you guys deploying those applications is going to be so much more beneficial for you guys and for Osmosis because there's alignment, which means the Osmosis community are going to get behind the apps. They're going to support them. They're going to retweet. They're going to post about how well they're doing. And if you can foster that alignment before deploying on the chain, uh, I just think it will be 10 times more effective than not having that alignment there. Um, obviously. I'm just one person, Stakesito is just one person or one entity. Um, so we don't represent the whole osmosis community, but we do try our best to do that. And uh, that was why we voted the way we are. Uh, but we really would love to see you guys push another proposal on chain because uh, I think the community wants to become this big application ecosystem. And 
you guys would be bringing a lot to the table and uh yeah we think it would be beneficial all round once we have uh, a bit more alignment fostered we'd be happy yeah. to hear pushback or thoughts yeah no i i think liam you know i think you guys were one of the more reasonable voices um i i appreciated your twitter post your feedback um i i think it was all fair I, I I do, and um, you know I think you you you're a good representative of the uh, of the osmosis community and validators, and just the way you thought this through and validated it. I I commend how you handled it, and it was all done respectfully and and all that. So and and honestly, I'm confident that we we're going to rework this, and I'm confident we'll win your vote on the next uh, on the next go through. Um, and you're right, it is this is a new this is a new type of prop. You know, I almost think of it like I said grow the pie but i almost think of it as almost like an m a um deal right like yes there's a liquidity injection but you know there's also like we have and we have on this call right we have jg and backbone labs that will be launching soul token right we have um ginkgo they're going to be launching gin gin token in the near future i don't know if sharks on here the rat guys and shark but they're going to be launching their shark token right um we we have our our own little mini ecosystem here and you know and we have deals with these projects cuz we've given them grants where their their tokens or a, a, an allocation of their tokens are going to go to the Migaloo Foundation, and we're going to deploy liquidity, right? We're going to deploy their liquidity, and we're going to do it on Migaloo, but we can also bring it all to Osmosis, right? We can also bring all of these, um, you know, these niche ecosystem projects um, to Osmosis and have that kind of be the the counterpart. Just like we have, you know, we have whale liquidity on Migaloo, but we also have it on Osmosis, where it just gets much further reach you know and and reaches a, a much different you know much bigger demographic so you know it's it, it's almost uh you know an acquisition so to speak of of our our ecosystem projects and the listings and the tokens um which i think is worth a liquidity injection right um but again you know we'll we'll get back we'll jump back into the weeds here in in the coming days you know this this is meant to be kind of just a, a general general feedback thoughts and an overview of of the situation but thank you liam appreciate appreciate you all right um i think we've we've covered we've covered the prop right anybody else have any any final thoughts otherwise i i think we're good on the prop all right all right um sencom what's next sir what's what else is on the agenda here i think we can give a quick update uh, about what happened at white whale and then we can continue over to um, everybody from the ecosystem. So at White Whale, um, obviously, you know, we were quite occupied with, with the proposal. Um, we gave our front end a little facelift. Um, I, I hope you like it. Should be a little bit more crisp and, and nice to look at now. And we also made good progress on um, the the Megaloo command, the super app. Um, and we finished um, uh, good parts of the our V2 contracts. Um, the, the flash loans are pretty much done. We're now working. The DEX is also, um, you know, getting close to being done. That leaves um, the incentives and the buybacks, and um, we just started on them today. So that's moving or chugging along very nicely. And. Besides that, um, 
we've been cooking a couple of things behind the, behind the scenes like like we always do um i'm not going to sh- share the details you'll probably see them um take you know come into effect over the next days maybe early next week anything you want to you want to add sebastian um yeah i i do want to touch on um ash right and and ash dow i think before we before we uh move on to the kind of ecosystem updates but um yeah it, you know the ash dow they're you know they're forming up quickly they're galvanizing right and um and really becoming a force in our ecosystem you know and i i I think it's fantastic i really do we saw them come out you know during the proposal and and kind of be some of the, the 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 most prominent voices and everything but they're also getting established right they're also setting up their infrastructure and and um you know dow infrastructure wallets multi-sigs um you know all these kinds of things like that i do have some you know i have some some thoughts as i'm watching this kind of unfold you know and it's again ash is a DeFi experiment right it's you know it's this token that's 100 distributed and the only way to get more is by burning whale which that's the that's kind of the the secret sauce to it right which makes it different than than really any other to you know it, it's kind of a, a tokenomics puzzler right because um we we saw it pump a thousand x you know we, it's pumped a thousand x since it's launched but now it's kind of it, it hits this wall at one-to-one whale and it, and it can't go up you know it can't it can't go past one from a trading perspective um you know so you have a, a contingent of of um of ash bag holders you know who who want to you know who who want to basically eliminate the burn mechanism right cap the supply and 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 let their bags pump right um and and i get that right i get that you know um but in doing so you're kind of taking them you're taking the magic from ash token you're taking away the one thing that's unique about it right ash ash was you know you're you're basically converting it into into a meme a, a meme token right which is you know which is fun meme meme tokens are great you know they're they're lots of fun um but but that's that's effectively what you're doing and and kind of i, I think um ending the experiment a little bit early right that's my opinion now now that being said I, i'll support what like it's not mine you know i'll support whatever the community wants to do you know what i mean they want to cap it and and issue a new token that that gets um that that gets swapped when you burn whale you know that's that's fine you know i'm i'm, I'm indifferent but you know i think it would be a disservice to us to kind of end this experiment this ash experiment um and and kind of take away the one thing that makes it unique and the one thing that's never been done before um to take it away you know to to pull the x factor out so to speak that being said i have some idea like the the point of the ash dial to me is not necessarily to pump ash to the heavens right it's not necessarily that you know it's to it's to foster this experiment and to grow the pie of the ecosystem and whale and and migaloo right it's it's to drive the burning it's to drive the burning mechanism and the furnace and all of these different things so you know it's it's a more it's a more ecosystem 
focused approach. It's a bigger macro approach than just uh, how can I get my, my ash bags to pump, you know? Um, but I think there are ways to do both. I honestly think there are ways to do both. And, and I think there's just a lot of different things we could do um, and you guys could do. And I, you know, it, it, again, it's just exciting. It's exciting. Where's what's going to happen? Where's this going to go? Are they going to cap it? Are they going to cut off the burning mechanism? Are we going to, you know, what's what's the next steps here? Um, it's 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 very fun. It's fun to watch. And it's very fun to see, um, you know, passionate people step up, grab the ball on it, you know, and kind of this this thing take take shape. So, um, you know, again, really excited, really excited about Ash Dow and and just to see where the heck this thing this thing's going to go. Go ahead, Sencom please yeah i'd like to add a couple of things here on the ashdow um first of all i think due to this some symbiotic relationship between ash and whale in other words if whale is doing well ash is you know doing well good as well and on the other side if ash is doing well this means more whale is getting burnt which means you know whale is doing well so the circle continues but at the same time since we have all these complex you know relationships and positive feedback loops in place if whale is doing well you know soul is gonna do well rock shark gin eris all these tokens are and protocols are also doing well so by having a strong ash you're supporting rock you're supporting gin and soul and eris and so on and at the same time this means that the ginkgo community will be interested in a strong ash and the backbone community will be interested in a strong ash. And if you, if you cut the burn, you're limit, eliminating that alignment of incentives. So, you know, let's suppose you want, you want to get it, you know, you want to go through governance and um, lobby for more incentives from the Migalu ecosystem, you know, from the alliance. So right now, you'll probably have a, a good, you know, good, good, you know, you have, you have some, some, um, some bullets in your gun because there's the symbiotic relationship you'll have. You might get support from different ecosystem partners, but if you cut it, then you break up the symbiotic relationship and Ash just quote unquote becomes a fairly launched meme token. Um, that, that being said, I, I think the, the way to go is to really build the DAO in a way that keeps the, the, this furnace, the burn, the bridge open as as a way to keep the symbiotic relationship with the whole ecosystem and then start to build the DAO up in lots of different ways, which means cash flows from, from apps, from NFT collections, um, do OTC deals with other projects like Manta DAO, for example. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to, you know, I'm talking quite closely with, with the Ash DAO and trying um, to leave my two cents, you know, um, here and there. So I'm going to just share what, what I, you know, tell the guys here. Um, basically, I, I was advising to um, form a DAO. You know, I think that was just done like a minute ago or two minutes. So congratulations on form the DAO formation. Um, then launch an NFT collection uh, on, on Backbone Labs, obviously, to get some in, initial, you know, money in, get, get a cash flow stream with the royalties, find some utility for the collection so you got the first thing moving you know there's there will be income flowing your way from um from the pixel wars and then you already 
you have a good start. You know, you have the Ash token that gets aligns. You have an NFT collection with royalties. You've got some initial cash in the um, in the treasury, and then it's about growing the DAO. So making deals potentially. Um, I think the Ash DAO could be um, requesting a um, smaller sized grant from the community. Obviously, with specific like something in the you know 500k whale range. Um, potentially with um, you know key milestones and obviously while being accountable, um, for example, to use the whale to farm it in, in the Terra Alliance. So um, the the DAO has another way to um, create cash flow because one of the things um, that's important is to keep the DAO like make it sustainable, make it running. Because if if the DAO the the DAO members lose interest in in two months, you know you know nothing was gained. So to, to think long-term, I think it's important to, to create incentives for the people most active in the DAO. And I think a little grant and they farm some Luna or they farm some, some other assets would go a long way in creating that. And, and it will also open up the DAO for, you know, they, they have some funds for OTC deals with other projects. And they can do this on their own. Like they don't need any, anybody's approval to go to Kuji and make an OTC deal with Nutsack. You know, which would be really hilarious if there was an OTC deal between Ash and Nutsack. Um, but I think the members that have come up and, you know, that crystallized into the founding fathers of the DAO are really um, top tier community members, experienced in a wide, you know, wide variety of, of subjects. And I think this thing could really become one of the most interesting DAOs uh, we've seen so far. Yeah, um, I, I think that was pretty well said. I, I just, you know, my, my opinion, and again, I'm not going to stop you guys. If you guys are, are hell-bent on capping it and stopping the burn mechanism, you know, then, then so be it. My, my opinion would be, you know, rather than that, to continue the experiment and to get, you, to, to get your treasury going and to um, accumulate asset, rather than trying to get ash to moon, accumulate assets in your treasury that will moon and and i have some interesting ways on 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 how to go about that um but you know if you have a treasury that's 10x the market cap of your of of ash right you could you know you could tie it to the value of ash you could do buybacks you could you know you could do all all kinds of things that way right so for me personally the the cap um the the capping it and cutting off the burn mechanism almost seems like the easy way, the cheap, easy way to let's let's pump our bags, right? Let's let's just we we got big bags of ash. Let's keep them pumping. Um, and and, and so again, you know, we're that's, it? so we're capping it. You're saying, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. you know, if that's what you guys want to do, go for. I get it, right? And honestly, no judgment. Like I bless, I bless you. You know, uh, like it would honestly would would be good. It would be good for whale. We we'd see huge volumes. We'd see a huge pump in ash you know and like a, a frenzy a puppy like you know frenzy probably um so you know again if that that's the, the way you want to go then then it is what it is i just um you know the the experiment for me is is and the the new the, just new mechanism is is what makes it interesting so um and and maybe then it, then it's a new token that that does that that you get for burning whale i don't know but but in any case I've spoken my piece, um, and and whatever whatever path the Ash DAO takes, 
it's going to be exciting and it's going to be good for for Migaloo. So, yes, JG. Okay, so I just wanted to update real fast. You know, the tomatoes are have been selling in Ash token, and people, some people have uh, reported that they've struggled to acquire Ash, right? And so, what we did is uh, we we updated it and there we changed the denom into whale and we're going to just do the ash burn ourselves uh when we stop selling the tomatoes but just for ease of use because it's easier and more people have whale uh if anybody wants to get a tomato it's in whale now and then we're going to do the burn and uh this will put backbone labs hopefully on the leaderboard of the fucking uh doodad you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about <laughs> the furnace yeah the, the ash leaderboard yeah, yeah to, of course we're trying to make a move i decided i was like you know what let's make a move and make it easier and we'll just burn it all ourselves and take the lead by slinging tomatoes <laughs> so go get a tomato it's probably it's like an heirloom tomato you know it's probably like a nine dollar tomato because whale's pumping right now shit it's almost a twelve dollar tomato fuck we might need to adjust that shit too <laughs> Oh my God. Aren't people having fun again? Like I'm so tired of like fucking shit being boring. I'm having a blast. Yeah, right. That's what I'm talking I'm about. Yeah. Like let's have fun. Again. It's about to get, it's about to get really, really fun. Yeah. I think, I think the next year, two years are going to get, and it's already, it's already getting fun. Yeah. You know, um, whether it's osmosis deals or ash dows or you know the other stuff we got cooking there's just lots of stuff cooking you know phones are phones are ringing right um lots of lots of stuff cooking so it's it's going to get really fun hey, i think hey that reminds me after this call can we have our call cuz i got to talk to you about something that's cute. Sure, <laughs> right. sure, sir. Right. Sure. Right. Cool. <laughs> All ears are burning now and no, i just did that on purpose sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you say? We let's pivot. Let's pivot to ecosystem updates. How about we do that? Um, who's ready? Ginku, you guys want to share an update? Yeah. So, if everyone would like to have a look at the website, we are dangerously close to crossing the one million TVL. And yeah, it's very exciting and couldn't have done this without the community, which is mostly who is using the platform together <clears throat> with all the other projects. So congratulations to everyone. We're very excited to what's coming ahead. And um, to just go back to what we said before that this is just the foundation. Like the real building is already happening. And then we will see Ginkgo, yeah, um, flourish, bloom way better than it is right now. So this time around, it's very good to mention that um, people see that there are over 200K, there's like 211K USDC deposits right now which is very healthy since the first time around when Ginkgo took off, there weren't as much USDC deposits who were in a bit of a gridlock. Uh, we overcame that. The deposit interest is way more flexible now, really reflecting it almost in real time. So people see what they're actually earning on their USDC, which is currently 20.7%. 
And another very underrated thing that uh, we saw going up and down is the yield reserve. So it almost crossed 5K, I think it was. And then it went down to 4.3K, which means it actually did what it was supposed to do. It paid the depositors when there wasn't so much borrowing going around. And it's such an underrated state, it's just an underrated um, number in Ginkgo overall. So people should pay close attention to the number going up and down in the yield reserve because it's really important to have something to pay people out when there isn't much borrowing going on. The community just, just doesn't feel like leveraging much borrowing against any collaterals. That's fine. That's okay. But people should be like, okay, so where's the money coming from? Okay, we build up a healthy reserve and people will be paid in the future from that reserve. So for all the USDC depositors, uh, very important, check that uh, yield reserve. It's going to be your best friend in the future. And you would love to have that number go up way higher. And like I said, we're uh, working towards uh, yeah, uh, upgrading everything, basically, onto, uh, yeah onto the roadmap for our v2 yeah that's it um i'm done send tom go ahead yeah i noticed we have a lot of new people here in the space so i'd like to take a very quick opportunity here to um brief everybody on on what projects are actually talking here so you, ha you have the megaloo chain which is a permissionless layer one chain powered by the whale token which is also powering the cross chain um satellite markets uh, consisting of DEX and flash loans of White Whale. You have Ginkgo, which is a lending and borrowing market with native USDC. And I think probably the highest USDC yield in the whole cosmos right now, that's just about to cross 1 million in TVL. That's native to Migaloo. Um, no, no token yet, so there's lots of people farming that one. Um, you have JG here from Backbone Labs, which is the leading cross-chain NFT marketplace. I'm currently live on Terra and Migaloo and, and soon a couple of other chains as well, potentially Osmosis. And they also have a unique way of combining their liquid staking token yield. Instead of pocketing it into their own pockets, they distribute it to NFT collections, creating this unique um, NFT FI ecosystem where you can trade NFTs, but also stake them for real yield. Then not here up on stage yet, but should come up, uh, is Raccoon, the leading gaming or cross-chain gaming team that's live on, I think, um, Juno, Migaloo, and Chihuahua and have plans to you know, go to Terra, Osmosis, and a couple of other chains as well. And we have Eris Protocol, which uh, is not here in the call today, but they're also a leading um, liquid staking provider and, and DeFi, you know, crazy DeFi tools like arbitrage vaults and stuff. And together we, we built cross-chain applications and maybe you guys can, can drop the links to your applications also in the description so everybody can click on them. And together we're building cool cross-chain DeFi applications or in NFT and games in the whole cosmos. And um, yeah, that's what we do. Great. 
Appreciate appreciate it. And and you know, again, for the new people too, I mean I'll just I'll just go over some quick bullet points, right? Um so, you know, just to give a very brief history, whale, we, we survived the, ter- the Terra crash, right? Then we built our L1, our own L1 chain, our own L1 ecosystem. We currently have several live dApps, which you're hearing from now. We have two LSTs, B-Whale and AmpWhale. We have an NFT marketplace. We have Ginkgo, the lending borrow protocol, Shark, the gaming, right? Um, Ash, right? The, the Furnace, which is this gamified burning protocol um, and, and more developed. Developing, right. I, I think we're currently over 12 million TVL, probably more than that now. Um, we're seeing over a million daily trading volume across our deployments. Um, one of the highest IBC um, token volumes in all of Cosmos are, you know, we we punch very, very much above our weight. Right. As far as, um, you know, as far as the metrics go, we have a very enthusiastic, very engaged community. Right. Um, we're kind of a, a DeFi playground, a DeFi kind of wonderland, if you will. Um, I mean, we have yield opportunities from regular staking, which is seven, eight percent to, you know, advanced DeFi strategies, which are currently yielding, you know, up to 300 percent. Right. So if you know your way around DeFi, we're quite the playground. Um, and I think it's because of our LSTs, what you could do with them to kind of leverage DeFi and stake and restake and and use LSTs as collateral and and um, all that fun stuff. So if you know how to play, we're, we're quite the playground, Migaloo. Um, yeah, so that that just and and you know all that being said, we're currently currently at what a thirteen million market cap or something like that. Whale currently trades at a thirteen million market cap. So I recently was um was on the phone with a you know with a major influencer right, and they they their words they called us one of the one of the hidden gems of Cosmos right, um, which I I agree I I would agree with that statement. So without any bias. <laughs> Without any bias, right? So, anyways, you know that's the plug from your sponsor. That's the that's the general overview. I do want to comment, and then JG, I see your hand raised on on Ginku's update. Um, just to get a little bit more specific, there's one one specific um, upgrade they made this week, which um, we we helped them with. Basically, what it was is a change in the UR curve. Um, so effectively, what this does is it it lessens the curve of the spike in Aitman borrow APR. So it was it was previously set at seventy percent. So once um, over seventy percent of the USDC was borrowed, um, then then borrow APR would spike. Right. And that that's a mechanism that they put in. And it's you know, it's their unique mechanism in order to encourage borrowers to pay back. Right. And to basically to keep the the liquidity flowing. Right. Um, so we lessen that to 50 percent, which if, if you're borrowing on Ginkgo right now, which I am. Right. You, you'll see that your borrow APR went up. Right. I think the borrow APR is 45 percent now. And that's OK for borrowing in DeFi. Right. That what that does is it, it makes the curve less dramatic. So it's not like running into a wall now. If the if the protocol gets over borrowed, then this there's this huge spike right at the end. So it makes that curve less dramatic. And it also makes the deposit APY more sustainable, right? So we saw it going down. We saw the, the USDC APY going down, I think, to like 16 or 17 percent. But then it, it immediately, you know, after they implemented this, it came, it started to come back up, 
right? So, um, you know, this basically you're taking more from the borrowers. The borrowers are, are paying more, charging more for the borrowers earlier and distributing that to the USDC depositors, right? So I personally think this is healthy, right? And this will, um, you know, it makes the APY more sustainable, keeps it up higher, right? And charges more for, for borrowers in a, in a bull market. So I think those are all good things. Um, and, and this was a nice little mechanism improvement, right? Which they're, which they're continuing to do. We're continuing to monitor it, right. And make tweaks and make, make it as, as sustainable, right. Um, as possible, the trick with these things, right. Which anchor failed was their model wasn't sustainable, right. Their, their model just was not sustainable. So, you know, if you want a sustainable model, then you got to charge more to borrowers when there's more demand for borrow. Um, so, so that's, that's kind of what's, um, you know, it was just, just an update over there. Another thing I'll say in regards to Ginkgo specifically is I think it was a great move um, integrating, you know, Noble USDC as the, as the primary asset, as the primary asset of the bank, as the deposit asset. We saw Coinbase integrate Noble, right? I think yesterday or two days ago. That's huge. I don't know about you guys, but that's huge for me for onboarding and offboarding. Now I don't have to, you know, bridge it from, you know, over to Ethereum, right? And then, and then over to Coin, you know, you could just shoot your USDC. One, you could, you could withdraw, you know, you could borrow USDC on Ginkgo, right? It's on Migaloo, IBC transaction it over to Noble and then shoot it straight to Coinbase and put it in your bank. You know, um, it, it makes it a heck of a lot easier, you know, and we're, we're, we're really seeing Noble USDC adoption kind of, um, kind of snowball. And I, I think that it was just a really good move. Right. And, and really, um, Noble USDC is the, is the engine, right. Besides whale token, it's the, it's our primary stable, right. It's our primary stable that, that drives Migaloo. So I think we're, we're overall well positioned there as well. So anyways, those are my comments on Ginku. Go ahead, Sebastian. JG. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, I just wanted to say JG. one thing. Just one thing. You know, you were doing that sales pitch for all the new people. And my favorite part of the sales pitch is that in this project, we got no real VCs. There's no sharks in this pool. We are all, you know, organic people building together. You know, we know our biggest holder. He's like a regular ass family dude who's like a normal, well, I say normal, but we're all degenerates in this, in this room. Right. So I mean, we're not normal, but he's like, not, you know, he's not in it to like win it and like hurt anybody. Right. We're all doing this together. That is the most attractive component of this project for me, of what Migaloo represents for me. Um, I, I think we, we should give Raccoon the opportunity to, to get some updates. And then Sebastian, last week you gave a really good overview about the, um, right now, unfortunately, s scattered yield op yield opportunities between the different apps on different chains. I think we we should do something similar again. Um, I could do it, you could do it. Um, but either way, I think that was very valuable um, for a lot of users. Yeah, I I don't have my notes. I I, I did like a quick napkin note um, I'll, I'll before do it from I the top of my head. That's fine. Yeah, maybe we could do it. Maybe we can get it together while Raccoon, um, while while we're getting these updates. But yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. Go ahead, Rack t Rack guys, go for it. Jim, guys. So a lot of exciting updates again this week. I feel like I'm seeing this every week because uh, it's pretty fun. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to circle back uh, regarding the osmosis prop. 
Um, man, we're so positive regarding this prop. Like, like GG said, like it was looking at it every like two seconds, but us, we were looking at it, let's say, <laughs> every hour. It, I don't know, man. We felt like the sentiment was very positive, and I think we discussed a bit this morning uh, in another call with Sam. But uh, I feel like if this prop would have been like would have lasted longer for the voting period, I feel like it would have passed. I think maybe I'm wrong, but anyway. So. Um, yeah, we have a couple of updates for Shark and also Rack. So on the Shark protocol side, so basically like our backend was a bit, like there was too much development on the, the backend in comparison with the frontend. So what happened over the, the past week is our frontend guy uh, did work. So what we did is we, we went on the testnet and we did some tests to plug the new contract basically with the interface because there were so many changes and everything is working on testnet. So that, that's pretty amazing. So the updates that we did on Shark is mostly like on the backend side, but something that you guys, when you use the interface is you, you don't really feel it, but everything is gonna be faster. And the cool thing that we did is to, to run Shark, we need an Oracle. And the cool thing we did is we decrease uh, the price, well, the cost that it cost us to run the Oracle by like 65%. So, which is kind of crazy because Shark Protocol, like our goal was to make it run by itself. Like whatever happens, Shark is going to run. And I think we're going to be able to achieve it for the better version in January. So it, it's it's kind of nice. I think we we found some magic sauce to make it happen. So we're very happy about it. There's a, still some testing to be done uh, on chain, directly on chain, but so far it's looking pretty good. And the other thing that we tested for Shark is uh, by playing with other uh, crypto, because when we're in alpha phase, you were only able to play with Shark. But what we tested um, over the last week is being able to play, let's say with uh, USDC, Ash, Well, and other cryptos. So I think that's pretty much it on the Shark side. like. Uh, when we launched the alpha, I think we released, I think, two weeks uh, before the actual date. But uh, I think beta is going to be the same thing. Like everything is going according to the plan and no major issues so far. So I don't know what's happening, but it's going well. Um, I can jump to Raccoon.bet. Are there good news there? Like you guys saw Wawa pumping. Like it's... I feel like it's a, it's it was finally time that the community, the Wawa community, and like Whitewell has been there for a while, and us as well. Like it, it's getting the traction it deserved. Like it's grassroots project and cool community. So very excited about that. And what does this mean is, I think for December it's gonna be the biggest uh, well buyback that Rackin.bet is gonna do. So it's gonna be a major well burn. So. <laughs> We're only like what after month of December, and that's gonna be the biggest buyback in Wells. So we're excited about that. And sorry, I'm reading through my notes because I have a bunch of things. Yeah, so I discussed a bit about Shark. So on Shark, what we're building is we have our custom wallet connector just to make sure that every wallet is accepted on Shark. And basically, we're taking this technology and putting in uh, Raccoon.bet basically. And we did an announcement, I think, like a week ago, something like that. But uh, we're going to release uh, six new games on Raccoon.bet early 2024. Six. So, yeah, six. It was supposed to be six four, but games. it's six. Yeah. So You're kidding me, man. Six yeah. games. 
So I think it's going to be fun, man. It's one of the things that, that the, the community asked for a couple, like a couple months is the rocket game, the trash game. It's going to be slightly different because it's fully on-chain, but we finally nailed down how we can make this game happen on-chain. So these gems are going to be welcome, man. <laughs> Dude, so Walter, you must be kidding yeah. me. Six games. Yeah. And, yeah, and then yeah. going cross-chain on Terra, on, you know, potentially osmosis dude yes it's what? basically t- t- to be honest like when we saw the the osmosis prop we were like okay that's time is the time now that we revamp a bit like it's going to be raccoon bed version 4 so we were like okay we, we need to get prepared because this thing is going to pass so it's just a matter of time uh, but i think like next prop pretty sure it's going to pass so yeah six games and i don't know if you guys ever heard about uh predicted.org i think it's uh psx that they have shown us this website we didn't even know it existed but we basically like a month ago we were we started creating something similar to this so you'll be able to to like basically bet on anything with choices but anyway uh <laughs> i feel like i talked a lot so i don't know if you have questions or anything well you talked a lot because you have a lot to share but man six games i uh, still you know dumbstruck by that number that's insane i i already hear mega lunatic typing a tweet like one million market cap six new games uh, i already you know see it in, from in front of my you know inner eye but man that's some impressive news and if you combine it with you know buybacks of rack with rack lsts staked in alliance with short revenue with cross chain on a growing number of uh growing number of chains like Terra and potentially Osmosis, like, man, not financial advice. You know, I should change my, my, my avatar here to NFA, but you get it. Like one million market cap. That's insane. You be rocking a tomato right now. You should, everybody should be wearing their tomatoes right now. Enterprise still isn't here. Why are you not wearing your tomatoes? <laughs> You're right. You're right. We should, we should all get some tomatoes. Seriously, that's how you make a push online and you show like you want to do something together, like everybody rocks a badge or a tomato or whatever. And next time, next time we put this prop up, you know, we'll have like the lazy validator badge, like don't get one of these, like we'll make it come up with a badge or something and, and we'll send it to their validator wallet next time. <laughs> we'll just airdrop it to them. <laughs> just, just airdrop and make them non-transferable, right? <laughs> Oh my god, that's man, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> but holy cow, Moltres, thank you very much for the update. That was that was very impressive. Um, you know, I, I, I can't wait to see you guys on Terra. That that's I think one of the lowest hanging fruits because you know we got so much overlap with um with the Terra community. There's they're picking up so much steam and we're so deeply integrated there with all our apps and the liquidity injections two injections to be to be precise so i think you'd have an easy time you know getting lift off there with, with all the different um games that you're you're building so um little notch there don't forget about the liquid staking either that's important um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's for sure but that that's the cool thing also when we go on terra is like there's going to be new assets you can bet with for example like btc and the cool thing is that you guys already have the decks there with a bunch of liquidity so just implementing the game well the platform from 
uh, Migalu to Terra is going to be like yeah, plug and play. So that's a cool thing since we're integrated with Whitewell is that it's we don't have to change a bunch of things when migrating to a new chain because everything works the same. So that's the cool thing. That's the, that's really you know that that's the whole point of of this collaboration. To building cross chain is insanely hard, and if you do it together, it becomes increasingly easy. And it, it's not only the plug and play into the decks, and you could play you know, you know half a dozen of games with BTC, with Luna, with derivatives of Luna, derivatives of whales, and so on. Um, it's also easy for you guys to get liquidity there. I mean, we did an OTC deal a while back, so you got a bunch of you know whale rack lp tokens you you can just take them out a little bit from from you know migaloo or somewhere else we open up a pool on terra and boom liquidity is there and not a single dime was spent from you know the rack treasury or some some somewhere else to attract mercenary capital so yeah that's exactly the point yeah and i think that's one thing that other projects like the, the prop on Osmo was basically also proved that like your business model would sell with the well and the right program, it's working. So I feel like it's, it, it, you know, when you get the liquidity crush, like there's no more liquidity, then it explodes. I feel like it's going to be the same thing with, with Whitewell. Like people are going to start notice, it's going to FOMO in and that's it. So very exciting to see what's going to happen in the next months for sure. And they're going to FOMO in, not financial advice. I edited it here for you. All right. Um, Sebastian, what else do we want to cover? Well, uh, I, I, notes. Uh, yeah, I got some notes for the yield, uh, the yield opportunities on Bigaloo. I don't know. I may have missed a couple, but I think I, I covered quite a bit. But I think this is a good place to end on. So maybe let's, um, you know, if there's anybody else that wants to speak, any other questions, right, let's open the floor. Um, open the floor just to general general questions comments um input from community members otherwise we will go we will do this and we'll close with this <clears throat> i think the ash tower can come up if they like to I see yield moss in here um I, I know you guys are cooking various things and one thing i'd like to mention before um before you um um, go over the list. Um, we have a new um, validator on Migaloo that you 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 might have you know heard of. It's Gelato. Um, they're doing they're, they're quite interesting guys. Also survivors, you know, from the bear market. They're building along, you know, building a community, strong, tight knitted guys. They just um, launched their validator on Migaloo, and um, you, you saw a, a big announcement that you know they're now coming on Migaloo. And that that they have big plans. So um, I'll leave it at that. But um, go check them out, and um, maybe you can poke them on what they're cooking. Yeah, and real quick, just shout out to Holy Folly. I mentioned him earlier. Um, he's the one that that flipped Levana Validator that reached out and made a call with him. He's been very active lately in Ashdown and other things like that. So we see you, sir. And uh, just just quick shout out to you. All right. Um, yep. Yeah, here. Okay. So here's just top yield opportunities on Migaloo. If you're a yield farmer, if you're trying to max your bag out, 
um, put it to work. Here's here's the top ones off the top of my head. So the whale osmo, the new um, concentrated liquidity whale osmo pool is yielding 210. Um, percent I like that pool too because I'm bullish both whale and osmo. So you keep your long exposure to both assets. So that's a that's a personal favorite. Another personal favorite is the whale USDC pool on Migaloo. That's currently yielding over 100% total. Um, you got 36 just from swap fees and incentives, and then um, or just just swap fees. Sorry, and then um, you have 77% if you restake it onto Alliance and get those perpetual Alliance rewards. So we're in triple digits there. Um, another favorite, you know, I have lots of favorites here, but another favorite is Arb Whale. Right, our whale is a little secret. It's a little secret pool. I think there's only five million whale in there or something like that. But you're getting a 97 percent, and that's on Eris. Um, you're getting 97 percent yield on your whale single asset. That's a, just a juicy. It's just a juicy, juicy one there. Um, other ones are good. You know, the amp whale T and the B whale T. Those are currently yielding 39 and 36 percent, respectively. Those basically that's, you know, it's basically an auto compounding token that aggregates the yield from both um, from staking from both Terra and um, and Migaloo via Alliance. Right. This is another product from Eris and just a very cool product. Right. Very cool products. Amp whale T, B whale T. You can you can stake and get those on Eris's um, Terra site. You take your AMP whale, you bridge it to Terra, and then um, and then you amplify it on Eris's site. Um, then, of course, you know, fan favorites, community favorites. We have just Alliance staking. So you take your your B whale or your AMP whale, bridge it over to Terra, stake it to Alliance, and you're currently earning 24. Then an additional 24% yield in Luna, right? So those are Luna rewards on top of your whale staking rewards from your LSD. So that's another fun one. And then, of course, you know, we have the bondings, which have been exploding. I think the bondings need more love and more attention. Um, bonding on Terra, right, since volumes have shot up since the TFL liquidity injection, bonding on Terra, those rewards have been going through the roof. Um, bonding on Huahua, let's talk about that for a minute, right? And I don't even have these numbers in front of me. Maybe somebody can give me these numbers. Um, <clears throat> but bonding on, bonding on Terra, bonding on Huahua with all that volume, right? With we having the deepest liquidity of Puppy, right? Deep uh, and maybe Huahua too. Uh, we might have the deepest liquidity of both. I'm not sure. Um, we do. We do. We have almost a million in, in Huahua. Yeah. yeah. Um, so volumes there have been through the roof lately, then Migaloo, right? Then bonding on Migaloo volumes have been strong on Migaloo as well. So, um, you know, you can bond your, you can bond your whale, whale tokens to these, um, can, do you, do we bond the whale LSTs Sencom or do you bond just naked whale? Where? At, on the, on Terra, on, on Wawa, on the deck. whale. And whale, yeah. and whale. Yeah, so so you're you're getting your you're getting your LST yield, and then you're also getting the bonding, all right? You're getting the the swap fees from bonding, right? So those are those are also good strategies. Then, uh, you know, we have hand raised hands raised all over the place. Then, you know, USDC um, Ginkgo is currently yielding 207 percent, and then another twelve percent you get if you restake it on Alliance on app.megaloo.zone. So that's thirty three percent. 
um, yield on native USDC, guys. I'm not aware of a better of a of a of a higher yield than that for for noble USDC. And we need, well, honestly, we need to get the word. We need to we need to hit this hard and get the word out on here. Um, that's your that you know. I don't know. Is anybody aware of a, of a higher yield for native USDC? Uh, where you, you you know, I'm not sure. Maybe there is one out there, but this is a damn good one. So um, so we need to we need to shout that from the rooftops, in my opinion. All right. Um, go ahead. Some, I don't care who you know. Sencom, go ahead. Did I miss some? Real quick before Sancom speaks, three hundred two percent estimated yield APR on the Chihuahua bonding. Three hundred two percent. I want to talk about. I want to talk about a um, couple of the yield strategies. I, I think Sebastian, what you said is is, is complete. Like, I think you mentioned um, most of them. Um, the only thing I'd like to add here is that the Migaloo whales, the NFT collection, is currently also yielding a, a sizable chunk of of whale that you get um, directly sent in, in your wallet as a Friday Friday weekend present every week. So so don't fade the Migali whales. Um, on, on all these yield things here, you know, if you're if you're a newcomer, you might think, all right, you know, 100% yield, 300% yield, that's crazy. Those guys, they must be printing whale like like hell somewhere, and then dump it on me. You know, you know the old saying, like, if you don't know where the yield comes from, you are the yield. You know, uh, I, I'd like to address that real quick and by saying that the whale inflation is at 4%. Whale is inflating at exactly 4%, not 4.1, not 3.9, 4%. That is super low. That is Ethereum low. It's It's almost close to nothing. And the purpose of the inflation here is to get the ecosystem going around the LSTs and, and you know stimulate economic activity and growth. That's why four percent and more and not less. But four percent is really like honestly, it, it's it's less than U.S. inflation. <laughs> it's not really not really a lot. So um, you know, take that for what it's worth. And then what we did, our philosophy was um, to have the all the DeFi apps and NFT apps and all the crazy stuff we build not compete against the inflation of the chain, but you take the inflation of a chain, put it into a liquid staking token like Amp Whale or Bone Whale. So you ought to compound that. And then you pick your favorite place to, um, to earn yield. And all the yield may it be, you know, USDC and Ginkgo, may it be LP, may it be, you know, bondings or, you know, nesting the liquid staking tokens. That's all real yield. And it, I think we have a market cap of, you know, 12 something million, 13, maybe, I don't know. And the TVL of the same size, um, like 13, 14 million. And Migaloo is one of the very, very, very few ecosystems that, and I'm quite proud to say this, is, has become sustainable. So we're buying back whale all over the place there's all over the place there's whale buybacks happening from all these different apps like the 200 percent yield on chihuahua that's that's paid out in whale that's bought from the open market and we're buying right now we're buying back more than we're inflating um take that for its worth for a 12 million market cap ecosystem that actually has become sustainable i don't think many many chains in in 
anywhere in crypto can claim that they are um, have sustainable tokenomics at that level. You know, still at the early stages of the bull market. And regarding the bonding, the the crazy numbers on on Chihuahua. So the the three hundred something percent, it's calculated on a twenty one day average. If you just look at the last five days, the yield is actually over one thousand percent real yield from actual buybacks. So if you were bonding there and you maybe have a, a good multiplier because the longer you bond, the more you get, then you'd probably rake in like three, four percent of what you have there in daily rewards. I think Luna Luna V Shape he posted he posted a a, a screenshot somewhere um on, on Twitter the other day where he I, I think he made four hundred bucks in buybacks. Yeah, and that and was just one year strategy. That, that was just with one with one million amp whale. I didn't mention that in that tweet. So it was just one million amp whale and I got a hundred dollars in average for four days. So um so the ecosystem is really complex. But um, th there's a reason why we have such an engaged and, and growing and really enthusiastic and awesome community. And that is because one, once you, you know, drill down the complexities, you have, you know, a, a, you know, the honey is flowing left and right, so to speak. Not financial advice, you know. All right. So many hands up here. I think JG was, um, was, was next in line. Okay, so I just wanted to touch on the, uh, you know, this is a fantastic opportunity. You know, Chihuahua has always uh, been staunch supporters of what Whale's doing. And, you know, they're having a little bit of time in the sun right now, which is well-deserved. And, they, you know, they funded their grave digger, and there's been yield building up in that thing for a long time. So I think this might be a really good opportunity to try to reach out into, you know, the, maybe the Doge community or whatever, and try to have one of those big communities make an NFT project on Chihuahua and mint that thing to manage the grave digger. This is this is kind of my dream of what Backbone Labs is kind of designed to do. Let's go fishing. We have this this engine. Let's go fishing into these big communities and let's have one of these communities make a project in the cosmos. New people coming to the cosmos, understanding what's happening here, get that sticky experience. This is like this is I mean, I'm serious. I'm so excited right now to see this happening, formulating like so if anybody knows of a project over there and that wants to go cross chain and partner up with Backbone Labs, uh, please, please DM me. Let me know if this interests anybody, or if they're if they want to rally this, or if they have this going on, or any ideas. Let me know. You know, DMs are open. All right. I think next in line was I don't know if it was Ginkgo or Mega Lunatic. So I'll, I'll just go with uh, Ginkgo. I know it was Mega Lunatic. Go ahead. Hey guys, how are we going? Um, I just wanted to say uh, great space, like you've covered so much, it's been amazing. I say that every week now, so uh, I have a couple of questions, a couple of juicy ones, um, and I'm going to claim that I was actually asking this well before Hawawa pumped, but now it's pumped more. Um, congratulations to them, kudos to them. It's, it's, I've been jumping up and down about Hawawa for months, like that team over there and the, and the people working there are great, and so um, yeah, I'm, I'm so pleased that they've had their time in the sun, as you say. Um, but uh, I, I didn't catch your whole space this morning, uh, Sam. Sorry, I've been super busy. But uh, um, I was going to ask whether um, there was any talk about the cross-chain alliance between Bihawawa, Amp Hawawa, and um, and Bwell and Ampware. 
um, because obviously I'm looking for the first first uh, cross chain token uh, cross chain uh, LSD in our zero day unbonding uh, contract. Yes, um, um, we're in very close contact con- contact with the Chihuahua core team and the community. Obviously, um, you know, given the fact that we've been working together for I think one and a half years, and we make up a lot of the live applications there. Um, the, the Chihuahua team, I think, hasn't fully decided on how they want to utilize Alliance. But um, given our strong position there, if an Alliance comes to, you know, to, you know, to life, great. If not, we're still benefiting from increased on-chain volume and the buybacks and this and that and this. So um, whatever route they take and what, whatever they think is best for um, Chihuahua, I think we're going to support it. And if an alliance between Migaloo is desired, we can talk about it. If not, um, we're still, I think, you know, we're still golden. Because as you see, Chihuahua is ripping and all of a the sudden um, there's tens of thousands of buybacks on Chihuahua and people use our apps and are all over it. And, you know, we, we have, um, you know, we, we might find finally an NFT collection there. So either way, um, we'll be good. Yeah, and I just I, I, um, you know, they, Chihuahua, they have a vision for how they want to use Alliance, and they want to do do it their own way. Like they, so Chihuahua wants to be a hub for meme meme tokens, right? Um, which is cool, right? That's their thing. Great, you know, bless them. Um, so they, they're looking primarily to, to whitelist, you know, meme tokens all over crypto, right? The, the doges and the sheebs and the, you know, whatever, um, on Alliance and kind of become this hub for, for meme, you know, they want to be a meme chain, right? Um, so, you know, that whale isn't a meme token it's a it's a complex DeFi primitive right um so now we do have some ideas and thoughts on how to move forward and how to do some some cross collaborations with alliance and between our two chains um but we do we want to respect their vision right we want to respect their vision and and kind of what they're what they're doing so um you know we'll just see we'll see how it goes but you know as everybody knows, we've worked very closely with their team for a long time. We're, I think, to date, we're still the only DEX deployed on Huahua, right? Um, we're just, you know, we we should be in alliance with them, right? We we should be. Frankly, it's another one of those things, like just like Terra, where it's it wouldn't just be a an alliance in name only. Like we are, we are tied together and running with them. So um, so we'll just see, we'll just see what what comes of it, right? But we're we're open. And that's, uh, great, that's great. I just have one quick question and I'll, I'll jot down. Um, it was to the rack team. I, um, I saw that you put up that you were thinking about doing buybacks for the rack token, um, something to do with the small portion of the fee. I was just, uh, was that just sort of test the waters or is that something that you're, you're moving towards? Yeah, are you talking about the buybacks on the raccoon that bet? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think that you don't, I don't know if it wasn't that you, you don't buy it back at the minute or something. There was something to do with, I can't actually remember the, the full details of what, um, what was put up. Um, but uh, it was something to do with, with uh, a portion of the fees to buy, to buy back a rack. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can't yeah, remember. That's a, yeah. So 
like there's a bunch of things that's actually happening on raccoon.bet and we didn't like promote it properly let's say but as of now when you're playing in rack on raccoon.bet so what it does is you get some extra profit when you win so for example if you won let's say at ten dollars instead of getting ten dollars i think you're getting like ten dollars and thirty cents so it's not a big amount. So I think it's like in, in the average of like between one to 3%. So what we thought of is removing this aspect that when you play in rack, you actually get a better outcome. But what we would do is that every time there's a transaction on raccoon.bet, then there would be a rack buyback automatically. So this is, we're trying to replicate this approach, but make it into a rack buyback. I don't know if that makes sense. And um, yeah, it does. And that will be obviously through White Whale, which creates volume for the decks, which then if you're bonded to the decks, you get the buyback to the token and you start getting these flywheels going again. Personally, although I love making money on betting and stuff, I think that from, from, a, from an ecosystem perspective, particularly as we go to like Terra and Luna Classic, maybe Osmosis, um, those with 1 million rack tokens, if you're buying them back on every chain that's betting, particularly if you've got bots running through the betting games as well, like he's going to, it's going to rip. <laughs> like, so uh, I'm fully behind supporting you guys on that. It's just a, it's the first time I've had a chance to, to speak to you about it. Miguel Lunatic, remind me, what's the market cap of Raccoon again? Well, I was trying to tell people this at 200K and no one was listening to me. I've been trying to tell people, I was telling people about Hawawa at 2 million, no one was listening to me. I'll tell everyone about Migaloo today at 12 million. No one's listening to me. So I haven't clearly haven't got that great a reach on on um, on uh, on Twitter. But uh, yeah, I think Rack's still at like a 1 million market cap. And it's already live on three chains. Like there's good volume through Juno. I think it's one of the like like one of the few few uh, white well apps and stuff that's really getting a lot of traction over there, Rack. But also I've been I've been using my um I've been using my well rewards to uh to play um, on Raccoon, even like I do, like I played a hundred sided dice game. I said it's like 80% win rate and I, I do like the lowest bet I can. So if I lose, I lose a little bit, but if I win, I win a bit. I've won most times, which is crazy, but I'm also accumulating this token called G-Rack. And after you get 10 G-Rack, you get a bet for free, but it all, it's all volume through the chain. It's all volume on, on, on um, you know, it's all, it's all going back to stakers and increasing um, staking rewards because, as you know, 100% of the fees go to, to whale stakers at the minute. I suppose that's another question for you, Sam. You keep saying it. When, when, is, the, when is the fee burn on the, on the, uh, on the roadmap? I, I won't put it on you today. But, yeah, like, from what I'm seeing, like, it's a 1 million market cap at the minute. And I'm like, I, can't, I don't really know why. It's one of the few apps I use every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, including White Whale and Osmo and things like that. But like, in terms of something that's not a Dex, and and an NFT marketplace you background a lot as well. But like, it's one of the few apps I actually do use every day in crypto. So uh, yeah, I, I can't understand it, but that's just me. All right, Luna V shape. Um, your hands has been up for a while now. Yeah, my hands getting tired here. How, how are we doing today? Um, yeah, great space. I was wondering, half, over half a year ago, we talked about it extensively that whale at some point becomes deflationary. Um, so my question is, what is the target for transaction volume for whale to become deflationary? 
Hi. Um, you're right. Um, the the goal is to create this um, what I coin like the the apex properties of a asset that's inflationary in the sense that if you stake it or you hold a liquid staking token, um, your back grows, but at the same time, the total supply shrinks. So you got all the benefits of inflation, which is increased economic activity, but you also have this um, deflationary property that you know when you watch, you know, look at the total supply tomorrow, it's going to be less than it's today. So you're thinking like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to hold this shitcoin. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to move it, but but still you're moving it because it's inflationary. So we're going to get extra yield. And I think the first step to, um, to, I mean, the inflation part is very easy. <laughs> you know, we we got that on on the first block. The, the the deflationary part is much more trickier. And I think we we reached the first milestone. My my personal idea was always to to reach this in, in, in two milestones. And the first one was to become profitable. Because um, if you don't, if you're not profitable, then, or buying back more than you inflate, then, then there's no way you can be, you know, deflationary ever. So we just reached the first milestone. We, we just, we buy back more, you know, from a lot of different places than we inflate. And um, now, I think the next step is to even to grow the amount that we buy back even further and then start the burning in different places as well. And I think with um, the current transaction fees of, you know, pi times thumb of one whale per transaction on Megaloo, you know, some cost more, some cost less, um, you'd need around 60,000 transactions per day to be, if all of the transaction fees get burned, you need around 60,000 per day to become deflationary, but that's just taking into the account the the fee burn. If you include, you know, burning from from different sources, then obviously it can be less because the, the buybacks they aggregate. But I think we we just reached the first major milestone towards that goal, which is, you know, becoming profitable, buying back more whale every day from the open market than could hit the open market because just because the chain inflates at 4% doesn't mean, you know, every single token hits the open market because most of them are, you know, locked up in liquid staking tokens. And I believe not everybody is, you know, uh, splitting up their liquid staking whale back to, to sell some scraps there. So um, we're buying significantly more than, than is hitting the open market um, through inflation right now. And the next step is to um, start burning some, increase the buybacks, increase the burns, and then um, we're cooking. All right, we have a new a new speaker up here, upside down, smiley face. Let's hear what let's hear where this is going to go here. What, sir? The floor is yours. What's up? Hit or miss from the the avatar, but got a couple serious questions. Um, well, first off, just thinking of some mutually beneficial actions for whale and huawa. Um, are there just wanting to see if there are plans for adding a USDC pair um, on Huawa, but on Whale as well? Um, with a volume on Osmosis, it could bring pretty good arbitrage opportunity as well as a lot of extra volume um, and probably be a pretty juicy APY in that USD. See Huawei pair. Um, 
just wanted to see if you guys had anything in the pipeline for that or have already talked about it. And yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm happy to take that question. Um, so right now, the, the Whitewell DEXs all across the board are permissioned. Um, so usually we like to get into contact with the teams and work, work out a plan on how to seed the pool so it's not you know, empty, maybe add some incentives, but have some plan for liquidity. Now, eventually, in the second iteration of, of the product, which will launch next year, um, it will be fully permissionless. So everybody can just go ahead, open their pools, incentivize them as they see fit. But for now, we, we, take, we have this permissioned um, process. Um, we are, we are um, very much aware of um, that re specific request with um, Huawei and USDC. And um, so far, you know, I don't think we've turned down any, any, any reasonable requests, especially not from you know, partners like Chihuahua Chain. Um, so um, if there is a plan to get some initial liquidity in, maybe some incentives, then that pool will be live. Got it. Thank you. And then uh, quick, another quick question that won't take too much time on it. So do you guys have resources on just how to bond the koalas or you know, bonding the whale? Or is it, is it just a swap in the pool? Or So um, for, for those kind of questions, I know it's, it's kind of confusing. Um, the, the best place is really our Discord server or Telegram groups. These guys, they're extremely, extremely helpful, and they offer you a wide variety of you know, educational material and also help you on site. Um, but to give you a quick answer, you can just go to app.whitewell.money, select Chihuahua, go to dashboard, and there you'll, you'll find the opportunity to bond your tokens. And once a day at around 15 UTC, there's buybacks happening all over the cosmos and then you can claim your piece of the pie great thank you for that i appreciate it all right um well this has been quite a quite a space everyone um you can feel the mojo you can feel the momentum you know something tells me guys that we're just we're just about to rip I mean that's that's my gut. That's not financial advice, but it, we it feels like a tinderbox um, that just needs a spark. That's you know. So, um, but but again, you know, I I can't say it enough how you know how impressed I am with our community, with how engaged you guys are, you know, how how energized, you know, like we, I I feel the fire. I feel the I feel the fire in this community. Um and it's very very encouraging for us. So, we're going to keep building. We're going to keep keep doing whatever keep grinding and doing whatever we can for you guys and um and LFG. That's 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 what I'll say. Let's do it. Uh, that's question uh, came up in the community Discord actually. Um some community members raised a question last week about an early grant to the notional team on the whale v2 early days now that they have unwinded operations how will the vesting whale be handled um and, sebastian yeah. do you want or I, I can take it as well yeah I, I i'll take it yeah so i mean this is a 
It's a good question. Um, we're we're currently we're currently sorting it out. Is the short answer right? Um, you know, if if Notional is is able, we have a contract with Notional, right, to service and maintain our chain. Um, if they're able to continue to do so, then fine. Um, they've they've been pretty good about you know saying admitting when they're no longer you know they've shut they've wound down their validators because they're no longer able to service them and their their grant to adam and they they've agreed to give it back um so they've been pretty good about kind of admitting what they can and can't do and um you know and, and honoring those those um situations and and so far they've been very civil everybody involved has been very civil so we're just we're just getting it sorted out we're just you know we're getting it sorted out and if they can't maintain the chain then we have other options lined up of people who can maintain the chain um but we'll have more updates kind of as the situation unfolds um but right now it's just uh it's just something that we're um you know that we're getting sorted out Go ahead, send Tom. Yeah, I, I just like to add that I know um, Jacob is a very polarizing figure. You, you know, some people love him, some people hate him, but um, you know, everybody knows him. Um, I, I personally uh, found my um, you know found my relationship with him um, you know just fantastic so far. You know, I, I, I personally I think he's a great guy, and working with Notional has been a, a real pleasure. Um, that said, obviously, you know, we're trying to resolve the situation as, you know, or help resolve it without getting our hands burned, um, as good as we can, um, while keeping, you know, everybody happy. But I think, um, as the situation unfolds, we'll, we'll come to a, um, you know, come to a result where, um, no funds will be stolen or lost or nothing else, and we'll have a new validator and everything will be back to normal. But um, the situation is still unfolding, so um, that's really all I can update you on. All right. Uh, thank you. And then um, see, he's asking also uh, for Ginkgo when B-Whale as collateral. Uh, I, I guess Ginkgo is not upstage anymore. Well, it's B-Whale is collateral. He might mean B-Whale-T. Uh, yeah, my, my bad, yeah. B-Whale-T. Yeah, it's my yeah. bad. I'm, um, I'm thinking, you know, I'll speak for them rather than getting them up there. I, I think that we're going to see a, see a set of new collateral soon, which B-Whale-T is definitely, um, you know, on the list, on the on the top priority list. All right, here, he, he requested. Go ahead, come on up and answer it real quick, and then we'll... Uh, We'll land this. We'll land this plane here. It's dragging me. So um, we're in the process of getting that up. It was missing. It's uh, requested as well as others. For example, Amphuahua and Bihuahua. It's not forgotten. It's in the process, and we will update the community as soon as possible. Go ahead, Sencom. Take us home. Yes, I, I want to just. Um wrap things up from my end here first of all the ash dao um they just released a fantastic uh, mind-blowing video um i commented commented it under the space go check it out um one and two my personal closing remarks here for this great space i think the energy the community showed over the last week was you know 
was exceptional and I, I think it's contagious. And if we keep that going, that high high level of energy, that engagement, that reaching out to people, making them aware, explaining them things. Like, you know, the prop was just one thing, but there's so many other things that people don't know about. Like if we were to go make the same thing like we did with a prop and the validators and get the word of MUSDC or AMP USDC, the amplified version of USDC out, where DAOs or treasuries could earn 30, 40, 50% on their USDC, where people can earn 100% of real yield for their whale in so many different places. If we do the same thing of educating people and being you know, in, front of their, you know, in front of their eyes, we'll be in a good spot. So my, my call to action is here. Um, what you guys did for the validators and the prop, let's continue doing this. Let's continue doing this for ASH, for MUSDC or AMP USDC, for, for bondings, for Terra Alliance. You know, let's get everybody aware of what we're building, of all the opportunities that it offers. Let's get us listed on every lending market, get us on, on the you know, minting for, for stable coins and so on. That's, that's how we win. So thank you very much. Yes, sir. I agree that our community has never been more energized, I feel like. And, you know, there's nothing like a, a contentious battle over a, over a gov prop to, to fire up a community. So, um, you know, let's just let's keep up the momentum. And, and Sencom is right. There are, you know, there are other things that we're working on behind the scenes, other deals that are going to come to light soon and, and deliveries that are, you know, just as powerful and just as big. Um, so, again, you know, just a lot, a lot of of light here, a lot of a, a lot of brightness um, in in our future. So, LFG, let's go, let's go, guys. All right, um, we'll see you next week. Thank you all for joining. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye, bye. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Be safe out there. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the maximum. Amount of payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting nottas, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over the impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming my Psychological bonds, flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved, flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy, before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve, mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play, ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.
trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your communitility all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and blunder the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces